Oh, good lord. We are back, folks. Guess who's fucking back? Guns and Radio is back, baby. It's been a, been a crazy couple weeks, but we are back, finally. Back a little I'm... bit early, too, actually, because we said, yeah. fuck it. We wanted to get back, you know, as soon as possible. We're ready to go, man. And, you know, you can't you know, tame uh, a wild horse, you know, That's right. as they say. You know, We're the wild horse here, right? Yeah. I'm not ref- just referring to my penis, you know. <laughs> now, we want to thank Jeff for being here with us today, even though he is suffering yep. from a uh, really bad cold, which... Yeah. Uh, Makes us three for three now, because a couple of weeks ago on the show, I was sick. Last mm-hmm. time we taped uh, a show, Caputo was sick. Yeah, my now, voice was still fucked up, I remember. Yeah, now Jeff is sick. And I might be getting that way again, because I'm also going to be drinking some Jack and Coke while I do the podcast. I hadn't got drunk on here in a while. so Yeah, last time you did, you ranted about Metallica for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully that won't happen. But. Yeah. Like, I think I've only got the shit here to make a maximum of two. So hopefully that won't happen. But we thank you guys for being patient with us and checking out our collections and our remixes and all the good shit. We hope you had a happy new year. We're going to talk about that much, much more. Welcome to the 2022 edition of the Guns of Radio podcast. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, give it up for your host, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bones. Happy Woo! New Year, everybody. Happy fucking New Year, episode number 140 of the Guns in Radio podcast. Jesus Christ, we're 10 weeks away from episode 150. Like you I know. know 75% of the way to 200. You just try. Double try. <laughs> we got It's both family. Hey, guys. Both family. I like girls. How much integrity you guys got? <laughs> I have lots of integrity because I like girls. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we uh we got plans for episode 150 yet. Yeah, you'll hear about those in the, in the coming weeks for sure. But okay. Can't you say anything just yet? But give it Chris a few Chris is working on virtual glitter at the moment, so. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to glitter bomb all of you. You're going to turn yeah. on the podcast. It's just going to shoot out, a, especially those of you watching on Spotify. Oh, yes. Do you, do you guys ever watch those, those, those guys on YouTube who, who prank the scammers and send them the glitter bomb? Yes. That's it. Those are hilarious in the yeah. porch, in the porch, in the porch pirates. Those are yeah, great. and it has like fart spray that yep. sprays when it comes out. Perfect payback, dude. I think it's the best thing. I can I can watch those for hours. Just, oh yeah, dude. I love I love them. Watching assholes get fucked. That's great. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, well, it depends what kind of assholes you learn. I don't know, fucked. man. <laughs> I could probably. I could probably watch assholes get fucked for about five or ten minutes, but after a while, I'm going to get bored. Not literal. I mean, pieces of shit. But, yeah, watching watching scammers and porch pirates get glitter bombed and fart sprayed is pretty fun. And then then the cops show up, and they're like, not me, and they're covered in glitter. (laughs) Yeah, totally not you. Fucking ingenious. 
It is pretty genius. Can you imagine going to jail like that with spitting glitter? Because you know it gets everywhere in your ears. They're gonna be like, what did you do? What'd you do? Try to rob a stripper? No, nah, man. I'm a poor pirate. <laughs> I don't know, man. If he's gonna rob anybody, strippers usually have money. Yeah, but I guess, you know. Speaking of robbing strippers. Know. <laughs> uh, we're going to be playing a song today from the Appetite for Destruction album, which I think originates from uh, Hollywood Rose. And what's one good thing they were known for? Well, not good, but one thing they were known for? Robbing strippers. I mean, as told in Slash's autobiography, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which I have well, to have. Only people, it's the only guys that would really take care of them. It's not like it's not like Julie, the valedictorian, would bring Slash or Axel home for a home cooked, warm cooked meal on a Friday night. You know? <laughs> Not back in those days. <laughs> no. But way. at the end of the day, I'm sure those are the girls they were going after. They just couldn't touch them. <laughs> well, Vicki Hamilton, is that her name? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I got a bunch of love and respect for Vicki. Um, Dude, I thought I Vicky was hot. And all the shit I saw her on VH1, she had that Cougar Milf thing going on. <laughs> hey man, teach his own man. I, I I see pictures of her in the eighties, and uh, I wouldn't kick her out of bed, you know, for eating uh, crackers back then. But yeah. <laughs> all due respect, Miss Hamilton, I'm I'm just complimenting you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know what? Just because of who she is, I'd still do it. Fuck it. You want that uh, link on your belt? I met Izzy and I I met Izzy and I did Vicky. Yeah, and I feel like <laughs> it wasn't decades apart. Right. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Hey, Vicky, if you are listening, you should come be on our show. You can sit in Jeff's seat and hear. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I can get in touch with her. I'll see if she'll, you know, she'd be happy to do it. Nice. I'll reach out to her. Nice. We had at one point, Jeff and I, um, I spent my New Year's with Jeff virtually. And we did a, a live stream on Facebook that was immediately deleted afterward. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so if you guys joined us, yeah, I hope you had fun because it's gone now. There at one point we had what? It's now five, a collector's item if you ripped it. Yeah. We yeah. had like what? Five people crammed in here at one point. Yeah. All for them to fall off and us to be the last two hanging. So <laughs> yeah. then we actually started talking guns. Yeah, when nobody was listening, because I was watching the view count while we were live. We got down to zero, and then we still, I wasn't done talking to Jeff, and I guess Jeff wasn't done talking to me either, so we just kept on bullshitting for a little while. And then, uh, yeah, we got to, we started talking about GNR and shit, and it wasn't nobody watching. Like, this was like one in the morning now, and now everybody's gone to bed and, and shit, or started fucking probably, you know. Yeah, New Year and make time for making new babies. Yeah, I made one hundred and fifty billion with my hand that night. Oh, dad! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I fucking didn't even have the energy for that. <clears throat> oh no, dude! When we got off here, I was fucking because then we hung out after we ended the stream. Me and Joe sit here and bullshit for what fifteen minutes. After that, I yeah. was dead when I went to bed. Yeah, I've been. Uh, then my girlfriend called me. 
<laughs> and then what? <laughs> that was it. She called and then nothing else was to it. She didn't come over and make a man out of you for the new year? I know. Yeah. I tried. No, she didn't start I, you off. Right? I'm still on a losing streak. Come on, baby. I paid for that $150 New Year's Eve Uber. Come on. Come on over. I'm making <laughs> ration. I'm making rash decisions right now. Let's go. I don't know. It was kind of a rash decision because when I've only been single since what, November? Right. And here it is, January. I was supposed to be a whore again. I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking. <laughs> I was supposed to go through a hoe phase before I started dating another girl, but then, you know, shit just starts to happen and you can't control it. No, things just fall into play. Yeah, but the good news is everything is. I'm finally moved. No more doing the podcast from my phone in the guest room or in the kitchen or in any On other yeah. random <laughs> bullshit fucking place. And um, yeah, I'm in my new studio and pretty excited about it, man. I love what is that place. big oval to your, over your right shoulder with the big A on it? This is a sign. Hang on. Let me see if I can move the camera a little bit. This oh, is a okay. sign from a radio station. It's supposed to look like a giant record. Yeah. And it was, uh, you know, the radio stations got their logo and it lights up on both sides. Yeah. Uh, it's half of the sign. The uh, They wanted... Uh, they wanted $40 for both halves of the sign. And so I paid 20 and got the half that actually looked good. And, uh, I mean, it's kind of beat up and scratched up and shit, but I think that adds to the charm for me. Yeah. Kind of like, hang on, when I buy these old magazines and shit, I never buy them in mint condition because the little fucking things like the tears and shit like that, the not, now if it was just fucking shredded, I wouldn't have paid nothing for it. Little things, little pieces of imperfection, I think, adds to the aesthetic. All of those view. issues that you have behind you when I was a kid, I was so stupid, I'd just chop them up and put them on my walls. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So stupid. Well, I was a teenager, man. I don't know better. I didn't think, yeah, that's other, true. Than base, other than baseball cards, I didn't think anything else would hold its value after years. Oh, yeah, dude. Now, like, now so I've definitely many. learned. So many wrestling magazines I chopped up when I was a kid. PWIs and shit. I will say, somebody called me out. I posted a picture of my new setup on Facebook. And I'm going to go ahead and expose myself here. Somebody called me out <laughs> for having a Playboy sitting out. Which is you, man? August 1986. I was nine years old. That's my birthday. Oh, right on. So, yeah, when I started collecting magazines and shit, one of the ones I had to get was my birthday issue of Playboy. Ow. Nice. So, um, I got a, for my 13th or 12th birthday, my parents got me a subscription to Sports Illustrated. And the first magazine that landed was the, uh, had my birthday on it. So they timed it perfectly. Oh, and, nice. it, and the front cover was when Buster Douglas knocked out Tyson. Oh, sad times. So was Tyson's so... ass sprawled out on the mat. Yeah. 
I mean, that was a sad time. I was a Tyson fan. I like like every other kid. I loved Mike Tyson. I know he was an asshole back then, but I didn't care. That's what they right. said about Axl Rose, and I didn't care. I was gonna say, I think both guys kind of redeemed themselves a little bit in most people's eyes. Um, yeah, I would hope Mike would have a little bit more, just based upon his track record. <laughs> yeah, that's me, though. You know, he's especially he's done, he's done for what good. he did time for. Yeah. So, oh yeah, about the what the raper. No, me fucking no, Mike. Sorry. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Uh, and that that was all controversial on his, you know, comeback fight, whether or not pay per view would support him and it. And like, it was the lowest pay per view I think to date for any boxing match was his return because nobody was supporting him post rapey. Well, what was that ever like proven? false or anything or well i mean he was people in, just don't care convicted by a jury so he, he did serve years well that don't mean served. shit the west memphis and, three were convicted by a jury true but i think that mike had enough money to get enough lawyers to prove him innocent and they failed to do so I think if you can, if, if, if you can, I don't think it matters how much money you have or how many lawyers you have. I think if there's reasonable doubt, there's reasonable doubt. I think where the money comes in is getting the court to acknowledge said reasonable doubt to, you know, so the prosecutor, because the prosecutor's trying to make his quota to justify uh, his being there. And, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, like, Maybe DNA testing was only at 50% then. I don't know. I'm not saying yeah. he didn't do so, it. I'm just saying, uh, you know, if you're convicted, I'm saying if you're convicted, there's probably an 85% <laughs> chance you did it. I would agree. <clears throat> I would agree to an extent, but also you got to remember when they say a jury of your peers, that jury probably looked a lot more like the three of us than they did Mike, if you know what right. I mean. Yeah, it was probably just 12 angry white dudes. Yeah. It's like, we're going to get a jury of your peers, Mike, for this rape trial, and then they get a bunch of white women. And <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I'd be a little biased, I think. But Well, back then, though, I mean, like, racism's gotten a whole lot better. I mean, it's not dead by any stretch of the imagination. But it ain't what it was in the 90s. And I'm not trying to find an out for him by no fucking means. I mean... If he has one, by God, I'd like to know about it. Uh, right. Uh, I mean, he may have just done the shit, but I mean, even if he did, though, I feel like, you know, a man should be able to redeem himself, you know? Yeah, or at least yeah, get but some there's, sort a, of, there's like the three cardinal sins, man. Rape, murder, and child molestation, dude. Yeah, that is true. Those yeah. are it's, some, like the, it's like the three T's, man, like. You, you touch any one of those bags, you ain't going home. I mean, I can forgive murder depending on who it is. Yeah, I can't too, based on the circumstances. But yeah, like I mean, up, straight up cold blooded murder is different than like, like for it, for example, whoever killed Jeffrey Epstein and made it look like a suicide. I mean, for what yeah. he did, fuck him. I'm glad he's dead. How long you give Maureen Maxwell until she's found dead? Another week. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, we we already in the prediction segment here. 
Oh, I think man. I think she's gonna chirp like a bird. Well, if there was any possibility of that, she'd already be dead. Man. You know, that is true. You know, I was watching. Now she triple her security versus Jeff. He was a multi fucking billionaire. Like, what the hell has she got that he? What can what can she afford that he can't? No, I'm I'm saying that like they need to keep an eye on her three times as much as Jeff. So, a she does her time, or b she does her chirp. Don't give her time to get murdered or suicide. Yeah, unless they slip all those, you know, all the security eyeballs on her twenty four seven. Yeah, I feel you. Because if she chirps, oh, it's gonna be fine. A lot of a lot of people in Hollywood gonna go away faster than Kevin Spacey. Half a fucking England too. Kevin Spacey. Now that one was embarrassing. Dude, I've heard about Kevin Spacey be, being a perf for over 20 years. Now it's just coming to light. Well, yeah. We yeah heard about that's hilarious. Too. It was hilarious yeah. how Spacey tried to fucking deflect. He's like, oh, wait, guys, but like, I'm actually gay. And then they're like, we don't give a shit. And then the gay people were not. all, man, fuck you. Don't you bring us into this bullshit of yours. Yeah, don't, don't drag us into this. Yeah. You yeah. had... Dude, the whole world was coming out for 10 or 15 years, and now Kevin's in the corner, and he's like, well, wait, never mind. Yeah. No, you're not. Sorry, guys. I'm a dick. What? You can uh, be bi. I guess that's cool, but you can't use that as your only argument at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what corner I'd have to be backed into that my only salvation Depends. in my head is, wait, I'm in the dicks. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the what? new excuse now for these people in like 2022 is like, oh, oh, I'm a sex addict and I'm going to therapy. Like, I don't know if you heard like. Yeah, uh, David Duchovny yeah. already pulled that one. You guys, James you Franco just coach. pulled that off a week ago. He was on fucking oh, serious I saw that interview. And I saw major, most of the clips of that interview. And he, that, he, James Franco is still a piece of shit. Bro, it's pretty sad when your best friend, Seth Rogen, like, does not want to fucking associate with you. Like, I don't know why and we're And Seth Rogen's perma-stoned, so... Okay, why have we canceled James Franco? Because I'm refusing to get in on this. Because on the set uh, of The Disaster Artist, he made sexual advances towards that uh, chick. She's, um... Yeah, wasn't he, like, diddling with underage or something? No. Well, yeah, and he was fucking his students at NYU. Yeah. So... Uh, position of power versus not. Nobody said no. Eh. If you're a chick trying to make it in Hollywood, would you drop your panties to James, who's making movies left and right? If I was a dude trying to just go to fucking Hollywood on vacation, I'd probably drop my panties to James. It's James fucking Franco, dude. <laughs> yeah, those same people probably do the same for Weinstein. Listen, man, if a man's going to get a dick... It probably ain't no James Franco dick. He's probably some guy in a fucking mask and a hoodie and fucking hiding behind a dumpster to catch you on your way out the bar. Like, there's. <laughs> if it's got to happen, there's a lot where. James Franco filmed a, a movie in Cincinnati like six years ago that's yet to be released. That's a shame. I just, I, I, I've not, I don't know the whole story. Is why I refuse Essentially, to he slept with a bunch of his students and he made sexual advances to one of his co-stars on the Disaster Artist set. Yeah. And then when he and, did the Disaster Artist thing, a bunch of other allegations followed after. 
I mean, okay, so he made sex with a man. And Seth Rogen had to go pay off the chick to keep her mouth shut on the disaster artist so they could finish the film. So they gave her a pay bump in order to finish the film and keep her mouth shut. And then afterwards, hopefully it went away, but it didn't. Oh, so she didn't sign so the essentially NDA. Seth has been going in. Seth has been going in and wiping up his shit for him and taking care of him and, and wiping his ass for him. That's for what all these friends years are for, man. Seth... I've been doing that for Caputo yeah, since but... we got started. <laughs> Situations like that, though, after so many years, you're gonna get sick of it as a as a buddy, dude. Like if it's just you fucking up, like oh I'm ten minutes late, that's one thing. But you being a rapey fucker, I'd get tired of it too. Yeah, I don't know. I get tired of it after one, day one. I, this is me, though. I, I'm not convinced. Is he a rapey motherfucker or is he just a horny bastard? Because I'm a probably, horny bastard. probably in the middle of both. I'm gonna get some water. Yeah, I would say gonna, in the middle of both. He's he gonna pull a fucking Andrew Cuomo. Andrew, who? He's gonna pull the oh, fucking no. governor of New York. I'm not perverted, but I'm, I'm an Italian. Like, dude, shut the fuck up, you idiot. <laughs> oh, is that what you he said? <laughs> That's literally what he said in the fucking press conference. <laughs> Governor of New York. Like, with, and in Italy, we grab your tit when we give you a hug. Really? I want to go to Italy. That's never happened on me. I'm fucking Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what fucking the uh, part of the fucking country is from there. You know, I can believe I thought that was that. written on the back, the back of the ragu box. I can believe <laughs> some of that because when I met Christopher's mother, uh, she didn't seem to... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> I've never actually met his mother. If it isn't obvious from the fact, I've never even met him. <laughs> oh, poor Jeff, man. You look—he's he, sneezing away on mute right now. I feel I feel bad for the guy. Hey, man, I'll make it. Well, make the immune system stronger. Makes the uh, yeah, we got to give it a little Absolutely. practice. Uh, maybe, I'll another, uh, maybe I'll do another. Maybe I'll do another vitamin shooter later. With a my, vitamin uh, shooter. With my uh, thought, you guys keep talking. I'll be right back. So the other night, I had to eat one of those airborne things, mm-hmm. eat, like those immune boosters. <gasps> yeah. So I let it dissolve, and then I sat there for like two seconds, looking at it like shit. And then I shot it alive. And I was like, oh, fuck. But oh well. I'll live. Well, I hope you get to feeling better very soon. You said you got tested, though, and it's not the Rona. Yeah, thank God. What's that so, new variant they've got now? Omnicore. The Omega Cron, <laughs> Megatron. Yeah, 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 yeah. Think of, um, think of uh, Futurometer. Think of Futurama when he's like Omnicore variant six or whatever. Yeah. Huh. Om- Omnicron Perseus nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> oh man. You know it's funny because it worked today. We got an email from uh the highest authority in my business letting us know that uh all of the COVID uh, restrictions and exceptions would not be renewed again. That we're going back to business as usual and pretending like COVID is not a thing anymore. Uh, we'll no longer be allowing anyone to work from home. We'll no longer be doing any of that and all that other shit. That was the first email I got this morning. 
Immediately following that email was another email from his office letting us know that 15 people had been diagnosed with COVID that had been in our office building. Fucking bravo. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Like, why? This is shit you can't ignore. Like, it's going to be around for the next fucking 50 years of our life. Yeah. Like, until they, you know, find some sort of fucking cure. Until then, it's like, you're going to get it. At least build some immunity to it. And, you know, that's it. I think it's inevitable. Everybody's going to get a form of it. I mean, fuck, I could have some mild, mild form of it that didn't show up on a test. But we are the walking I didn't take a protest. I took a home test. Like, yeah. You know, I think it's inevitable that we're all going to get it somehow, some way, on some level. And whether or not your vax is up to you. Well, I mean, it's, program. It's, it's wildfire. You, it's an invisible fucking threat. You cannot see it coming. It's impossible. Our program director has showed up to interfere interfere with the uh, with the uh, broadcast here. So uh, I guess it's our way of telling. It's his way of telling us we need to move on to the first bit since we haven't even done that yet. <laughs> just catching up. New year, new co- new chat. We're just catching up, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been oh, nice yeah. catching up though. I have missed this. It's like I was telling Chris. It's good to miss it, I guess. But anyhow, uh, what are we going to talk about, Chris? GNR um, predictions. Well, since, since it is a new year, everyone likes to you know flaunt the whole new year, new me. Well, let's go new year. Um, what kind of bullshit will GNR maybe may or may not do in twenty twenty two? Yeah. Uh, what's going on in your background over there? Have you got oh, a cat also? I got I got my pussy back there sleeping. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> you got all this pussy and I ain't got shit. It's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> Both of our cats made simultaneous run-ins here. Yeah, mine's just sprawling, sprawling his ass all over the place. Yeah, mine thinks he has to be on me all the time, so I, yeah. I, guess, I guess I'll keep him here. You can't hear him purring on the show, can you? No, not really. Nope. Okay, nope. good. But they attach furs almost like white noise. You just like, oh, oh dude, I know. He sleeps next to my pillow since uh, since I moved out and everything on my own. He he sleeps on the bed next to me. And last night he got up next to my pillow and fell asleep on the uh, like I sleep kind of in the middle of the bed, but there's still plenty. It's a king. It's a California king, so there's plenty of room on mm-hmm. either side of me. And he likes to get in one of those big gaps above my head because if I'm going to roll over and shit and thrash and stuff like that, it ain't going to be up here where my head is. So he likes to curl up up there. And uh, last night he fell asleep next to my pillow and his little purrs put me out pretty quick because I wasn't even sleepy till his ass came to bed and started purring. It's like those little ocean things you can get for next to your bed. Oh, dude, I know. It works a hundred times better, though. And plus, but see, you can't scoop those up and throw them under the sheets when your feet get cold. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, uh, predictions for 2022. So, guys, what we want you to do is take out a sheet of paper and write some of these down because uh, we want to see if we're right, and I doubt we'll remember uh, when any of these comes to pass that we did predict yeah. it. So. so I can tweet out and say, I told you so, bitch. Yeah. So uh, what's our first prediction, Chris? You've got, you said you had a couple. Yeah, I was going to say, um, we. I predict GNR is going to release an album, but it's not going to be the conventional means of releasing an album. 
it's going to be um, basically through Axl Rose appearing on 13 different cartoons and putting oh. a new song each week. So he's going to return to Looney Tunes one week and probably go like Scooby-Doo. He's going to go through the whole Hanna-Barbera lineup. And he says, oh, Yogi this, I take my talents over to Cartoon Network. And he's going okay. to you know, maybe premiere some shit on Adult Swim with Slash. So make sure you keep that cable package. Don't switch just yeah. to streaming it. We want to keep that oh, yeah. cable package. And, and expect more mediocre lyric videos on, on a 7 a.m. football show that like five people watch. <laughs> I have never watched Good Morning Football. <laughs> I was like, I get, I get like people love football. You love football that much. You want to watch it at 7 in the morning? I love like, football. Yeah. I love watching football. Okay, this is my thing. It's not baby clinch. When it comes to Don't wrestling, worry, we'll lose in the we'll lose in the first round though. When it comes to wrestling, I like watching people talk about wrestling almost as much as I like watching. Well, more here lately because wrestling sucks now. But when it comes to football, I want to watch football. I don't want to watch people talk about football because they're never right. Have you ever watched one of those NFL drafts where it's like uh, we're looking at number six two over here, and he's gonna he's gonna come from some fucking state or some college you never heard of. He's a shoe in to be the next draft pick. Oh, here they come, and they're about to announce the next draft pick, and it's never who they've been talking up for the last thirty minutes. Right? Yeah, dude. <laughs> analysts are just shittier podcasters. That's it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We should be getting paid what they're getting paid. Damn right. Look look at this. It's a face for radio, or unless you're watching the video version, you know. <laughs> well, thanks to Spotify now. Yeah. Um, which oh yeah. Uh we had a Spotify announcement, did we not? Is that today? We did. Are are we about a show that's coming to Spotify on our feed? Oh, well, I know it's probably going to be coming to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash guns and radio. Okay. Unless, well, there will be a second season of a certain Patreon exclusive show that we've done in the past. So I'll leave it at that. Patreon exclusive show. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) there could be more. It's just bullshit, man. (laughs) I mean, you did have logs on there at one point. So I'll picture uh, yeah. you at me right now, the Cincinnati one last night, Dustin. So. Oh, yeah? Cool. I, 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 How pissed uh, am I? Yeah. The Bagels beat the Chiefs. Um, yeah. Not as pissed today as I was last night. Because when they got them in the field goal range, I, I turned it off. I knew what was going to happen. <laughs> Because I knew they well, were going to You never know, man. We we choked that Green Bay kick, dude. We could have fucking just handed the ball back to you. They stalled for until there was like two seconds left on the clock. And then on the last play, they kicked a field goal and won. Which is what I would have done in that scenario. But, I mean, at least it wasn't. You guys are still going to the playoffs, though, right? Oh, yeah. We're still going to the fucking playoffs. We're, we're the number yeah. one in the AFC. In our yeah. division, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to the fucking playoffs. If we don't go to the playoffs, I'll be surprised. I'll be highly surprised. But uh, GNR. Uh, yeah, who's playing? Well, we're taping this on Monday, so this will air in about two days on Spotify. So, uh, who's playing? Pittsburgh and Cleveland's going to be the most boring Monday night football game ever. Yeah, hard pass on that. I saw where the Cowboys lost again. Sorry, Rick. Yep. Feel bad for homie. 
Bailey's all excited that it was Arizona, though. Yeah. What do you think about the NCAA? In regards to football? Yeah. Um, Cincinnati got embarrassed, had no reason to be there. Although I am an alumnus. Um, it was aces to see Michigan get Cat got tangled up in my headphone cords. He had to go. Oh, jeez. Uh, it was aces to see Michigan get trounced, and everybody knew it was going to be Bama and Georgia from day one. So, who won? Or is it over yet? No, it's Bama and Georgia on the tenth ah, championship. I really hope Georgia wins. But they lost to the they lost to Bama in the conference championship, so it's a toss up. It's hard to beat the same team twice though in one season. It's now just they know hard it. to beat Saban. Very it's true. just hard to beat Nick Saban. It's just, it's Alabama, dude. Yeah. Like I don't know why. Like when we were looking for fucking Bin Laden, we just didn't send the Bama front line in there and just go looking for him. We didn't need to find him too soon. We had a deal. We had an agreement. Man, we, like, yeah, they, sorry, dude. They just like, couldn't get to him when he was on his vacation. I love the Ohio State Buckeyes, man. And, and when we beat Alabama, it was great. But at the end of the day, dude, Bama's just a powerhouse. It's just oh, yeah. a powerhouse. But I love watching them getting taken, getting them knocked down a peg. Um, yep, that A&M loss was great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, too bad I had to watch Texas A&M beat Mississippi State and the Liberty Bowl. Sad times in Starkville, Mississippi. But uh, I Gina, will say this. Go ahead. Go Ole, ahead. Miss, Ole Miss deserves a number five seed every season. They got to play the SEC in the in the Atlantic East, dude. They got to play like Virginia Tech, Pittsburgh, all that shit. They have like the hardest schedule of everybody. They should just get an over five bid every year. Like, sorry, you got to deal with this. There you go. But well, let's, all right, let's get the guns. Yeah, back to GNR. Um, my prediction, uh, Caputo. I do like your prediction about a whole album being released via <laughs> cartoons. I, I do think that's a very highly plausible prediction. I mean, shit, that was the last time Axl Rose was probably reported to be in a studio. was, you know, recording lines for a fucking cartoon. Yeah, they're going to trick him wow. into doing cartoons, and then they're going to auto-tune his lines and then put a uh, slash. Yeah, they're, gonna, they're just going to, like, like bag him, like, go like this and just throw him in a van and be like, you're in a studio work, bitch. Hey, listen, man, if there's one thing we've learned, and I said this before Phil Spector died, is that Axl Rose works really well at gunpoint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I remember that. <laughs> what was it, Mexico? Was it Mexico where they held him at gunpoint and basically told him no, they killed him? Colombia. Well, there's a couple. There's a couple. There's a rumor that it happened during the Metallica tour in Denver, too. Ah, well. Oh, shit. <laughs> All but of a sudden, eighty-five uh, Axel is back. Oh man, yeah, yeah. So, who knows? You know what? If somebody's crazy enough in twenty twenty-two to uh, hold the motherfucker at gunpoint and uh, mm-hmm. have an album made, I think you know we might get a new fucking album in a time. I man. fear that's what's gonna take, man. Well. It does not make sense to me, man. Team Brazil manages one band. Axel only has one band. Flash and Duff have multiple bands. Uh, Dizzy has another band. Um, is Frank still with the Violent Femmes and uh, Richard? 
Do they Dude, I don't know that? what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, Frank's but doing everybody a PSSR else in that show. band has something else going, and Axel can't make one album. Slash has made three, two or three since sixteen. Duff's made two. almost four. Duff's made almost four. Yeah, and it's like they're pissing away all their good ideas, where it could be concentrated on a Guns album. Yeah, obviously, obviously, Axel does not have, in my opinion, the loyalty to have those songs given to him. He doesn't have the There's desire. Some selfishness. There's some selfishness in there from Duff and Slash. Where you're like, nah, dude. You work in slow stop and not at all. That's your worth ethic. We're not going to give you these tunes. Well, what would they do with them? They'd sit on a shelf for 30 years until fucking somebody leaked them on the internet. No, right? Yeah, sold but... off in a storage locker auction. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, Duff and Slash are saving their material for their solo project. And maybe that's pissing Axel off, but that's what you get when you sit on your hands, dude. Yeah. What, Fuck it. What, what have you given us fans to show that you're proactive in making a new album, Axel? Nothing. Duff and Slash are covering your ass in every interview. Well, yeah, we're doing Children's this, we're book. doing that. And in the meantime, you're just selling us toy trucks. No. Fuck out of here. Well, that kind of leads right into my prediction for 2022. I think that uh, Guns N' Roses and Team Brazil are going to continue along the children's book, but they're going to uh, they're going to partner with Play School, and they're going to release a series of educational toys for children between <laughs> the ages of three and six. And uh, I'm talking like you know the box with the blocks that fit in the certain holes and. Shit like that, uh, a few of those with like GNR puzzles, and uh, uh, maybe the thing that you push the button and it plays My Michelle or uh, Absurd, something like that, <laughs> something kid friendly. Uh, and um, also, I think, um, what was uh, there was one more I had in mind. A uh, Jesus, my cat's going crazy in the floor here. Um, <laughs> Yeah, those kind of things. Basically, they're going to partner with Play School and uh, release a series of educational children's toys, uh, GNR themed, to act as companion pieces with their child's book. So be sure to get that because it's going to really teach your kids some values. It comes with plastic guns, though, too, with no orange tip. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Actual guns, yeah, yeah. yeah. fully. Yeah, because kids need to learn how to shoot a gun. I'm sorry, in this day and age, especially when you go into certain neighborhoods, uh, schools, you, schools especially, yeah, especially fucking you send your kids to school in the USA. You're gonna want to know they're packing heat. I mean, <laughs> dude, you realize like states like Colorado, Wyoming, Texas, Tennessee. In the 80s, kids would just show up with their guns on the back of their pickup truck and nobody say shit. Fuck it, in the 2000s, we did too. We yeah. Everybody had a gun rack with a with a shotgun in it. When, and it's in Mississippi, yes. Yeah. You'd see them getting out of the truck, getting the dip out of their mouth before they walk into school. Fuck, I was just like them. I was over there smoking my cigarette, flicking the butt out before I stepped onto campus. I knew my limits. I knew where yep. where I could smoke and where I couldn't. 
Dude, back in the day, you used to have a smoking lounge on campus, and then they eliminated all those, like, right before I became a freshman, and when I used to smoke, like, God damn it. <laughs> no, but then I heard from my sister, who graduated, like, five years ahead of me, like, you had to have a certain GPA to get, like, access to it, and you had to be, like, they, like totally eliminated it. There wasn't, like, anybody could just walk out there and do it. It was bullshit. <laughs> only you the had to be kids upper. get to smoke. Yeah, only the smart could, rich kids get you could only be a here. senior because you had to be 18 to smoke or 16. I don't know, but. There's a lot of rules about it. <laughs> oh, man. Now that weed's legal everywhere, that'd be a good incentive to get them grades up. Would have worked <laughs> on me when I was a kid. Yeah. Get that GPA high and smoke it out of a pipe. Yeah. yeah. Like a Anybody fancy else? pipe. Yeah. Anybody else got a prediction? Um, I hate to say it, but no, I don't. Not Duff's going to put out the second album with Ozzy. Flash is going to tour. Guns may go overseas this summer with their tours. I'm going to say 50% of their shows will probably get canceled because of the vid. No promises. And um, they're going to continue the same set list. And they're going to keep selling us merch over new new material. Because they still haven't gotten the fourth single EP out or EP out. That yeah. should have been pressed by Christmas. Bullshit, Fernando. You fucking mm-hmm. failed on that. And um, can't blame everything on COVID. You just simply can't. And the box set's coming out. Yeah. What box set are we getting? The Illusion? Yeah, yeah. it's the Illusion's box set. Slash basically sort of confirmed it, I guess. And, and I think since they recorded Getty Incident during those sessions, it's probably going to be included too. Yeah, I can't wait to not buy that. Yeah, because yeah, for a thousand dollars, for a thousand dollars, like well, I will wait till do his marketing on this. Like Fernando better do his focus groups because when you sell them at a thousand dollars and you got over what they had over five hundred left over, even after they yeah, they only them made down like what ten thousand, three ninety nine or something. Yeah, like they still had twenty five percent of their 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 crate sitting. So there needs to be some still heavy. heavy yeah, but they're selling them at like three ninety nine now, right? Yeah, yeah, like 65 percent so, off the price. I mean, I buy didn't just swoop the box. Off the shelves, and they all didn't swoop off the shelves. So I give them fifty yeah. bucks for the box. Yeah, I bet. I'm serious. Like Fernando needs to seriously do a focus group on this illusion box set, or it may backfire on him again. Hey, even if it does, who cares? Oh, I will wait. You know, another two years, and I'll get it for seventy percent off. So. Yeah, like if there's one sitting on, you know, Amazon in two more years for 150 bucks, I may consider it. I'll catch it at a pawn shop for 25. (laughs) Uh, Chris, Pawn Stars episode was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) They they, they named the whole episode after that that particular clip. It was only three minutes long. What was it they brought in? The box. Oh, the box set. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Geez. And like the, the guy, Corey or whoever was, didn't know what was in it. He didn't know what the secret compartment was. He just looked at it like, okay, let's buy it. I don't think he knew that all the pieces were there. I don't know. But still, it was just like they named it like Pond for Destruction or something. And it was literally a two minute, three minute clip. And that was the whole episode. The whole other episode was about guns and shit, you know? Like, Guns and weapons and yeah, stabby things. Like they should have made it a whole music episode, but didn't. 
Yeah, there was a episode of uh, Storage Wars where they found a copy of uh, the unreleased version or the alternate cover of Appetite. Yeah, the original. I heard something yeah. about that. And they're trying to say this motherfucker's worth like a thousand dollars and shit like that. I'm sitting there yelling at the TV, like, no, the fuck, it's not it's worth fifty bucks. You know how I know? Because that's what I paid for mine. Fifty bucks. All day on eBay. Fifty bucks. Motherfucker, I paid pretty good money for my copy of uh Live Like a Suicide. And I paid damn good money for my copy of Live Era on vinyl. Live Era, GNR Live Era is the most expensive album I own. I've never paid that much for a record. The first time I bought that on CD, it was fucking censored. I got accidentally bought the radio cut. I brought it back like, what the fuck is this shit? You wanted the best? Well, they didn't make it. No, it was, they, they, yeah, they, they, it wasn't a beep. It was just they would, they would mute it. So it'd be like, you know, it's so easy. So... Hey, easy, like. It's <laughs> like a lazy it editor. Like, I'm like, there's no sticker on any of this shit that says it's muted. Fuck you. Yeah, where's my f bombs, bitch? Yeah, well, give me my adult version. I'm 12. Yeah. Not the, uh, and then, oh. and then I turned out to find out that the censored version was the radio copy, and those are disgustingly hard to find out. Oh ah. shit. Oops. Bad times. <laughs> Chris, do you have another prediction for us? Yeah, I mean, since we're speaking on the topic of merch, I feel like GNR is going to, you know, uh, join the ranks of KISS with even more ridiculous merch. I don't know if you guys ever heard of the KISS coffin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and, you know, since, you know, death is pretty disappointing and it sucks, and it's also pretty disappointing to be a GNR fan in 2022, might as well bury yourself in more disappointment with your very own GNR coffin. Oh, yeah, nice. Actually, yeah. that kind of uh, would be cool. I, I yeah. think I saw a uh, thing where um, they're making a uh, GNR incubation chamber. So for like the opposite side, you know, your baby's born premature and you yeah. can put them in the, uh, the Axl Rose themed incubation chamber yeah. and uh, it just pumps straight cannabis into the, uh, into <laughs> the, the, what do you call it? The, the bin or whatever, where the baby Yeah, goes. while they read the uh, Guns N' Roses children books to your, Right. Prematurely right. born child. Naturally. That, that, that'd probably be the only way I'd enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's Properly dedicated. <laughs> it's more shit to look for in uh, 2022. I think also you were on to something about the cartoons. I suspect that as hard as it is to get Axel and my cat has knocked over more shit in my room. Thank you. Well, we will be not allowing him in the room for future broadcasts. Um, oh, shit. Damn, look at that. There. Um, in the future, uh, what was I saying? In 2022. Cartoons. Okay, so I feel like, as, as, as notoriously hard as this, there's got to be some in the can that they're waiting on releasing. As a matter of fact, listen, I didn't want to say this on air. But let's just say I know a guy that's notorious for finding this uh, hidden GNR shit. And uh, there's a couple of cartoons that are in the can right now that I think are probably, I have on good authority, might show up on the internet soon. 
And uh, that's the GNR episode of a uh, Huckleberry Hound. Okay. Um, I didn't want to tell this because, you know, <laughs> I, I'm not going to say the guy's name, but you know who I'm talking about. Uh, he sent me a snippet of uh, Axel Rose on the Huckleberry Hound show. And um, also uh, the uh the banana what do you call it uh the banana splits and uh bananas and pajamas well uh the banana splits it's it's similar it's a live action children's show and uh, i love how all of our jokes are about children's fucking corrupt <laughs> 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 the youth <laughs> well that's a good way to lure them in with that sweet child of mind book and then hit them with the absurd one yeah. First, they, just the first dose them. is free. The second one's going to cost you. Yeah. <laughs> Lure them in uh, with one lineup and then do, do a kiss and just be like, yeah, we're all retired and we're going to put a new lineup out. So. I mean, yeah, considering the lineups and considering the bullshit, like, GNR is the new kid, period. And the only thing they're not doing that we know of so far is lip syncing. Thank God. Yeah. Or like, if Axel yeah. got busted lip syncing, I think his career is over. Oh, if I got I would hope his fucking track sounds a whole lot better than the one they're playing. Yeah. I mean, one thing, one thing <laughs> I give GNR is that they do not use a backing track and they do not lip sync. Until that happens, it's, I think, well, I can you probably know, fucking should. Uh, I don't know about a, I don't know. Axel's said, always been known for his voice. For him to go lip syncing would be like, Wiping your ass before you shit. There's no point. Like, well, not now. Do now do that not. he's shown his hand, but like, I mean, prior to 2018, 2019, yeah, he should have started lip syncing. Mm. And then when you would have found out, you would have been okay with that and been like paying a thousand dollars for a pit ticket and been like, I'm not gonna pay pit. for a fucking pit ticket anyway. I, my days in the pit are fucking done, dude. I'm fucking old. Yeah. Phil, you know what I mean, though. You don't want to spend that much money. Like, kids actually got fucking sued, and, and like, fans got their money back once they found out they were lipsticking on that last tour. Oh, yeah, well, I, I mean, we're acting like that's fucking news. Like, who did not know about that? Well, I mean, you go to a live show. You go to a live show. You know? What so so Paul Stanley can't lip sync, but Justin fucking Bieber can. Yeah, but he's not a band. He's he's, he's a dude screaming over a fucking laugh track. Or he's a douchebag. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I got more taste in my penis than that guy does. But yeah, you know, at the end of the day, like if you're a band and you're doing it, you got real musicians doing musician shit. Like when I was a bartender, I waited on Night Ranger. And those guys are like, dude, we track everything but the drums. I'm like, damn, dude. Wow. I bet they have put on a damn good show. Yeah, but you track everything but the drums? Like, Jesus. I just don't care. As long as I get a good show, like with Kiss. You don't go to Kiss for the fucking music performance. You go, go for, for, the, the, uh, yeah. for the fireworks. Yeah. Yeah, right, but I, I didn't go to see Guns for that. In the second Slash uses a track, he quits. Oh, Slash like is the man. The, track. the the man lives to play. He, he he would not have it. He'd be like, <laughs> what's his name? He'd be like, what's his name at the end of Airheads? 
when he just like <laughs> strums the guitar and he just lifts his hands up like I ain't playing this. Yeah. So just so y'all know, like sure. if Flash ever used a track, I think he'd rather retire. Yeah. That's a prediction. When do you think GNR is going to do a farewell tour? Hmm. That's tough. Ten years? Um, if Axel's voice don't hurt him? Yeah, he's turning 60 this year, isn't he? You give it 10? Yeah, Stones are still doing it. Yeah, but there's a big difference in the quality. Yeah, but think about it. If Axel releases more tunes where he doesn't have to use all those hard vocals, if he preps himself for the long run and releases an album with some great tracks that he can continue to sing for the next 10 years, it's not going to strain his voice, he can actually set the precedent. But he fails to do so by not putting out any goddamn music. Jeff. For example. Are you hearing yourself right now, brother? For example. Metallica's new music, Lars is not using as many double kick drums. Oh, yeah, after 14 hip replacements. Yeah, so <laughs> my point is is that they're looking at the long run. They're writing music that they're still going to be able to play in 10 or 15 years, physically. I wouldn't know. I won't go see Metallica anyway. Well, you guys want to listen to the song of the day? Yeah, man, let's get right into it. Um, our first review of 2022. Some fucking Guns and Roses. We've been only talking about them for Guns 15 minutes. Let's listen to them. Right. I want to say, right here, the fucking cowbells, man, makes that intro. Oh, oh yeah, it, my name's Steven Adler, and I play drums in the cowbell. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, now that we listen to like, so many other songs here, I'll, I'll, literally, like, I think there was, like, one song we reviewed where it had, like, a similar cowbell intro, or it had, like, some cowbell, and I'm like, wait, what the fuck, is this Think About You? <laughs> yeah, I think I we did it for Shotcast a little while back, I remember. I think I remember that, but I don't remember what the song was. Well, I think it was the Alive we did by Adler's Appetite. Oh, okay. I think it was that one, because there was some part, like, in the intro, I don't know if it was, like, right in the first few seconds, or, like, right before they get into the first verse, there was, like, that very same, like, dun-dun-dun, like, uh, like that, like, three, four cowbell shots right there. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that's all I think of. I was like, let's do another. <laughs> more cowbell. <laughs> Always more cowbell. So is this Axel's like a virgin? Do what? Is this Axel's like a virgin? What you mean? Well, remember in the um, Reservoir Dog song, she's like, the dude's like, no, it's about getting fucked for, like with a really big dick, like for the, it's like the biggest dick she's had. And so this could be Axel's version of saying this is the best fuck I've ever had. I think Rocket Queen. Yeah, that's up yeah. there. Rocket Queen was his like audio book version of like a, a, a the quickest sex tape ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah, you could but... sell that like minute thirty breakdown on like Kindle for five bucks. People would buy it. <laughs> like, somebody, will, somebody will crank one to it. Do we know who this who actually wrote this for? 
Who wrote this one? Oh, this is an Izzy song. A, this used to be a used to be a Hollywood Rose song, dude. I don't know, dude. You tell me. You're the guy that used to work for GNR Central. You're supposed to know this shit, not us. Dude, this is an Izzy song. It says it was written by Izzy. Primarily composed by Izzy. Wasn't there an alternate version of this? It's probably three or four if you go back to the Hollywood Rose album. But isn't this one of the first videos they ever shot with Hollywood Rose? I don't think this has a video. Let me double check this. This had a video. We'd watch the video. Hold on a second. Let's pull this out. Uh, yeah, there is an alternate version of this. I'm almost positive. Oh, I don't uh, doubt that there's an alternate version. Yeah, probably some demos from that AFD box, I think. Wasn't there... What was the song that they made a video for with Hollywood Rose, and there was an actual video for it. I don't know. Yeah, this is news to me. I have no idea. Unless there's clips for ho- of Hollywood Rose in the It's So Easy music video. What is this? Hold on a second. No, that was when they were GNR, when they filmed that video. That was all the cat host. I could have sworn there was an alt version of this, but But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I could have sworn there was. I could have sworn there was. Well, I'm going to hit play while you look into that. Oh, no, 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 no. It's anything goes. My bad. Oh, okay. That's that's right. My bad. My bad. My bad. Man, that shit gets me every fucking time. It gets me pumped. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. The, um... Sorry, Jeff. What'd you say? The voice of Axel passed is what you... It just... <laughs> I know, man. It's like... If you could I wish, only... I wish they'd bring this back, but at the same time... You, you know, man... I don't think this has ever really been played live in the modern era since, like, the Aerosmith tour. Oh, we looked this up. Yeah, I was looking up before. he play it once with the new GNR, though? He played it a lot with new GNR, like, 01, 02, a lot in 06, like, because that's when he made the set list a lot more uh, appetite-heavy, when he had them basically re-record the entire album. I wish I could hear that. Oh. I'm surprised that hasn't leaked yet. It's starting to make we got a little snippet leaks. of it in the in the leaks. There was that "Welcome to the Jungle" instrumental, that studio instrumental. That could have been anybody. The question is if he if they re-recorded it per Axel's words, did Axel go in and re-record it vocally? Probably not. Fuck and was his was was his pretentious ass trying to re-release <laughs> it and bear, bury it? <laughs> Maybe, kid? yeah, because. I think in interviews he said like, "Oh yeah, we recorded the whole thing except for like two songs, which he replaced with I think said Patience and You Could Be Mine." Unless it was just like tour prep, he's having them like record right. and get used to playing these songs, maybe for live right. performances. I mean, I can understand that like making them 110 and make sure that they're, you know, 
know every fucking note, note for note, because that's their job. But I don't know about re-recording the album. That yeah, just, what's the point of doing just, it in the studio? That just what raises red flags. Like when Ozzy, when Sharon tried to go and re-record all Ozzy's old songs with studio musician and playing a flat B. You hear about this? No. What? So Shannon thought it was a good idea to go fuck everybody up with their royalties on old albums from Ozzy and on the big hits like Crazy Train, Parent, uh, Crazy Train, My Mom Coming Home, and all this stuff. She was going to hire a studio musician to go in and pay him a flat fee of say five thousand bucks to go in and re-record like Randy Rhodes or or Zach Wilde's tracks, That's and then re-release them to radio so she didn't have to pay them royalties. Hmm. That's a fact. Pretty good That's idea. That's so fucked up. Like it's, oh, it's it's the worst thing you can do in the music business, dude. Nobody will want to work with you again. That's bullshit. You can't take away their. Jeez, she tried like to that. fucking like Paul Tobias these people and just put him over on a <laughs> like what the fuck? Oh, That's man. shitty, dude. Like, say you're Zach Wilde and you were, you know, say you say you're Zach Wilde, and maybe you broke your hand and you, while you were playing with Ozzy and you never play again. You know, God forbid, say that. And then you yeah. walk to your mailbox one day and your check just stops coming without yeah. any provocation or warning. Like that's shitty, Sharon. Sorry, man. I, I can I see agree. the point of doing it though. I mean, Zach Wilde's gonna be fine. I know, but you see my point. Like, look at Randy Rose's estate and his family who probably relies on that money. Mm-hmm. Well, then I guess they better get a fucking job like the rest of us and quit living off of their goddamn dad, dead right? fucking father's royalties. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's good Ozzie, enough Ozzie me. fucking put his foot down to that. Ozzy was like, "No, you're not doing my boys like that." No way. He would never. I don't think he'd ever do Randy Rose dirty like that. Yeah, but it's a fact. She tried to do that shit. Yeah. I mean, she did, like, save his career at a point, but she also did, like, sneak him a lot of the way. So there's, like, 50-50 with that. Well, she did it despite her father, so it was kind of fun. That, too. Yeah. guitar right there right that, that's where your 12 string comes in right there that is beautiful yeah that acoustic thing oh there's a yeah. buried 12 string in there right there that's, yeah, that's, uh, and, that's slash on there man and if you listen hard enough in my opinion that's where the piano comes into you say there's piano all right hang on it's let's buried listen. it's <laughs> way buried under the 12 string in my opinion all right let's take a listen I think it's high. I think it's highlighting the twelve string. I don't know, man. That's I don't that's, know. That's, there's no like piano credits if you look it up. There's nothing. No, no one's credited for a piano or like an organ or anything like that. Like they credit. I think you know, it's way it's down there. I could be wrong. My ears could be staunch, you know, or not staunch, but but uh, stock. But I mean, I, I guess like, I kind of feel I hear it down there. And I'm not saying as a main instrument, just as something to accent something. But the twelve strings definitely in there. Maybe. 
Maybe. I don't know. It's, I, I, that's, I, just I, like, I, that's just like my opinion, man. Oh, shit. I lost you. Oh, there he is. <laughs> I Oh, man. I don't know. I see. I guess I can, I can kind of see the point here. But I'm I'm not a hundred percent convinced there. I could be wrong, Mike. Me, but we back. Yeah, we back. There we go. There we go. Sorry, I could be wrong. What the hell happened? All right. Well, let's get back in. You can hear the class in the background too, can't you? Yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know. I didn't really hear it. Yeah. There there is something there. There's a lot of edits going on in this song, dude. Maybe. Maybe. Let's see. Yeah, I heard that. Okay, now I'm hearing it. I've never heard it before. Two. I hear two, it. Two, 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 two. Like right there, like in those notes. Or it could be those really fat, blo- uh, uh, solid pieces of wood from from music class, where it's just like. Yeah, it could just be like a percussion thing, and they just credit Steven Adler for it. listening for the piano right now it's buried under the 12 in my opinion I don't know let's say let's say inconclusive it's up for debate I think I don't know it's up for debate I think it's in there I can't prove it but I mean, I can kind of see it. And Axel was definitely playing piano back then. So you're thinking this is uh, Axel playing piano in the background? Not like full on. I would just say he'd go up and go bump up, bump up, bump up, bump up. I'm not saying there's an entire piano, piano, uh, you know, system to the whole song. I'm just saying, I think he's going in there and doing accents. Okay. Well, I guess I can kind of, uh, I can kind of see it. Uh, think about you. There it is. It's come and gone. So all that's left now is for us to give our ratings. So who wants to go first? I'll Jeff, go. you want to go first? It's a five-star system again, right? Yeah. I give this one like a 4.75. Like, I've always loved this song. Um, I think it's great. Like, there are about two women in my entire life that every time I hear this song, I think about. <laughs> and uh, and then 
probably the same two women during Rocket Queen. But uh, <laughs> the truth is, is like this song, because you know that like side A was G for guns and side B was R for roses. And the second side was all the ballads and the love songs. And the first side was all the right. fuck yous and what have you. So, um, and then it follows into Sweet Child. So this is a good fucking tune, dude. Like the question is, is who did Axel write it for? I don't know, man. I feel like Sid has answered this question before personally. Maybe, yeah, there's probably like a true story on like Think About You on, on his YouTube page or something. So, if I was sure. to really answer that question, I'd say hit up GNR Central because I'm, I believe I've seen it out there before. Could I, be. um, I think it's a great tune. And out of all the ballads on the second side, it's like for third, for the last 20, eh, yeah, 20 years or so, like I'd skip sweet child but like now as an adult i can sit and listen to it yeah so so i go from this song skip you know what's after that uh rocket queen so uh, rocket queen closes the album yeah so what's after sweet child uh you're crazy, uh, you're crazy. and then anything crazy. Goes, okay never mind yeah, yeah. you're right brain fart so uh, yeah, you think can about easily you. skip Sweet Child. Think about you does come before Sweet Child. Whoops. Oops. Yeah. So you the usually could go from this, skip Sweet Child and finish the album. But, you know, as an adult in my mid-40s-ish, I can come to appreciate Sweet Child. I, I, I usually skip Sweet Child myself. Uh, well, Chris, who's going next? You or me? Um, I'll go next. I feel like this is like the most like underrated underrated song on an album that like literally has gotten too much praise for it. Maybe not, not too much praise for its own good, but it's like, you know, it's uh it's an album that's just, you know, critically acclaimed and stuff. This is probably the most underrated song on this whole album, at least in my opinion. And I feel like with that, like I'm gonna give this a solid five out of five. I, I fucking love this song. Um it's probably like the best sort of like Guns N' Roses quote unquote love song you'll get that isn't Sweet Child of Mine. That's like a purely radio ballad, you know, uh, type kind of track. Um, and I wish this was played live so much more often. Like this hasn't been played live in fucking 15 years more. Wow. Like this definitely should have been played here and there for sure a lot more. But it's very underrated for me. Like probably the most underrated track on this album. I, I can agree with I, that. Me too. Um, and you gave it a five, you said? Yeah, solid five. Uh, for me, I I love this song. It's personally one of my favorite. Uh, looking at the tracks on the album, I see one, two, three, four, five. Five up here that I would say is goes in not just GNR, but my favorite songs of all time. And think about you as one of those songs. Um, I agree that it's underrated. It sucks that it wasn't played more than it was. It sucks. More people don't know about it. Uh, especially like casual fans and shit. Cause it's a banger. It's a killer song. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I agree with you, Chris, I'm going to give it five out of five also. 
And that's uh, that's it. That's pretty yeah, much that's... a passing grade on this one, man. It's like a four point. Yeah. Well, do you guys nine on average? So that's a five. Yeah, great song, man. It should be rotated into the set list. You know? Oh, I don't, I don't disagree. Yeah, I'd rather hear and this. Hopefully, you know, Wichita New Year, New Set List. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, right. Sorry, Chris. I said, I'd rather hear this than fucking Wichita Lineman for the 17th time or like Black Hole Sun to randomly appear out of nowhere. Oh, Wichita's not going on, anywhere. Please, God. Yeah, Wichita Lineman's going to go on the, the next EP. What are the two other, what are the two other uh, tracks coming out with the EP? The two live? Uh, it's uh, like, don't Black cry live. And I think like, and you're crazy. Seeker. Don't cry. Yeah, the, which one? Which is one they've rarely played in the last like four or five years. But, like that was one they would rotate on encores. I remember a few times with patience. Right, I remember. Why that. wouldn't they? Why don't they just? Why didn't they just release absurd and hard? Or give us a fucking on, live on, a, on, on an A and B. Oh my gosh! For that matter, if all they're doing is re-editing shit, I don't know why they don't do. Oh my god. And give us a version of "Oh My God" with Slash and Duff on it, even well, if they don't play it released. live. Yeah, it's already been released. That, so it's "Don't Cry" and "Patience" and all that extra bullshit. Trust me, I, 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 I fucking agree. But they're never gonna play "Oh My God" live. Not with this no, lineup, and unless fucking new GNR shows up. <laughs> yeah, I just don't nah, and I just don't man. I don't get why Slash and Duff are just like. They're just going through the fucking motions, dude, for the paycheck, I think, at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, your well, kids, you. take and, my money. And Doff, like, he said it before the Alpine Valley show on the Illusion Tour. He's like, we don't have a set list. Blah, 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 blah. That feels like a nine-to-five job. Yada, 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 yada. And now you're just exactly what you despise as a fucking 20-year something. You yeah. Know, you became everything you despise. You became Literally. everything you despise, Doff. And you're my yeah. fucking favorite gunner, dude. And Duff, I punk rock McKagan. Fucking solo. Like, listen, man, if exactly. I had Susan as a wife, she probably would have broke me down a couple pegs. You know, had my ass showering every day. You know, stuff <laughs> like that. But but dude, come on, man. Uh, it's a nine to five job for slashing up now. It's just all it is. It's all it is. I mean, I agree, but it goes back to what we were talking about before about how it seems like a lot of the magic is gone and it feels oh, like it's way gone. Yeah. It's all gone. It feels like we're seeing you're, a lot. Of... You're okay, when you spend like okay, say you spend five hundred dollars for a ticket. Fifty percent goes to the band, the rest goes to the venue, insurance, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh overhead, etc. But at the end of the day, like Axel's gonna get seventy five percent of that. 50%. And then he's going to pay out his fucking people. Like, a lot of fucking people team, to pay. Team Brazil writes the checks. Like, Axel gets the money, he gives it to Team Brazil, and they write out the checks to Duff and Slash, essentially. Like, they aren't all going to the money bag at the end of the day, like they used to on the road, and deliver, dividing up the money equally, you know? It's just. Uh, I can agree with that. Like you get your paycheck, you show up the next day, you do your job, and go home. Yeah. And I, and there's no demonstration that Axel is giving equal, like voting rights to people. There's no demonstration that they're all like collaborating on music. 
Like, I don't know, man. It's just it, they literally it's the Axel Slash and Duff show, and then they just have fucking hired hands. That's it. Exactly. Chinese yeah. leftovers. <laughs> literally. Well, guys, uh, do you want to roll, spin the wheel, and see what we're going to be doing next week? Yeah, baby, let's let's see what we're going to do. All right, here we go. And spin it. Right, so never. never before by the Kings of Chaos. Whoa, that's a first. Have you guys added Hollywood vampires to your set to your list? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. What is I was saying, list? once you start, once you guys start running out of limitations, here, you could almost add all the side projects, I guess. Well, who's Hollywood Vampires? That's the band that he that that Duff. And Alice Cooper and Johnny Depp did. Essentially, Johnny Depp paid a bunch of people to jam with him. Ah, I don't oh, know. Oh, Alice Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe in the future, we'll say maybe a spinoff show like Getting Dizzy with It. We might do a Hollywood Vampires. Show. I'm not sure though if Duff recorded the album if he dropped off with the project before that. I'm not. I'm not one. I'm not one ten on that. There is a band. Is it King of Chaos that Duff's not in anymore? King yeah, of that Chaos was. Isn't that um, essentially Hollywood Vampires minus that Johnny Depp? I don't know. We're going to find out next week, though. The song is what? Never Again? Is that what it was? Never Before, which is the only song they ever like did. Oh, well. Good. Uh, Kings, of Cha- Kings of Chaos is what came out of Camp Freddy. Yeah, because okay. I remember I'm looking at the stuff right now, and it's basically like, oh, Matt Sorum was in, yeah. was in this, Kilby Clark, Sebastian Bach, yeah, 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 yeah. Slash was once in this, I guess, for like five yeah, yeah, minutes. Yeah. Kings of Chaos <laughs> is, uh, I remember this. And didn't they like do a small Asian tour, and Sebastian was on leads, and, act, and like it was the first time that they jammed with Sebastian for a while, and... Sebastian was like, this has nothing to do with Axel and Mai's relationship, blah, 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 blah. It's before the reunion. Yeah, I, I think, something like that. yeah, it was October 2015 Canadian tour. Like Matt Sorum's on drums, Duff on bass, Gilby was there, and then Baz was on lead vocals. Yeah. Well, what I'm showing is uh, never before is Joe Elliott, uh, Steve Stevens, Duff McKagan, and Matt Sorum. So essentially, this is just a rebirth of the Camp Freddy days. Yeah, right. we'll just and I, wherever. And I remember, man, when Kent Friendy came out, they played like Detroit or something. I, I tried so hard to get a ticket. I even drove up there, couldn't get in. Like, I really wanted to see Camp Freddy because it was the only flash sightings and dust sightings we were seeing in 20 years before Bell Revolver. Okay, and this is a deep purple cover, apparently. So Yeah. That's interesting. It'd be, it'd be an interesting episode next week. On uh on our regularly scheduled Monday show. So uh guys, we got one more rerun coming up on Saturday for Shotcast Saturday. We're gonna be listening to motivation. Well, I say we're gonna be listening to we already taped it years ago, but uh originally airing on GN Extra, uh our now defunct post show show 
you guys don't remember. You didn't listen to it anyway. We know we read the stats. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Now, ShotCast Saturday, we're going to feature that this week. And uh, ShotCast and everything will return as normal next week uh, when we're finally, finally going to be listening to Slash Slash's new... Uh, the latest single. Who knows? It's probably going to release another thing. I mean, we got a month now until his album comes out. I know, man. This is probably the most delayed episode we've ever had. Is this fucking Slash episode. Yeah, we, we've been promising it since, you know, last year. So it's been a while. <laughs> I, heard, I, heard, I heard rumors that Slash's album was supposed to be 2-2-22 release date. Is that correct? Or is it uh, around February there? 11th. Okay, so it's around there. Okay. Yeah, another month-ish. Yeah, but uh, exactly. we're gonna. I Five think weeks. there's a music video that we'll get to watch along on the next uh, Shotcast Saturday. I believe there weeks. is. I think they did release something for this one. We'll have to double check. I think there is. They do have a single out for the new Slash album. That's correct. Well, they already had one out. I yeah, we I think covered they had, like, a second one. I think yeah, they have the one. second one on the yeah second one's been out or is on its way out. Yeah, fill my world is the one we're going to be covering on next week's. Okay. Right on. Shockish. Pew pew. But I mean, for now, that's going to do it for this edition of the Guns and Radio podcast. Jeff, thanks for being here. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming, bro. And uh, until next time, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. Guns and Radio, we're back 2022 tour has just commenced. Until then, peace. <laughs>